I'm Stina. I'm Danielle. We want to focus on uh, television and movies in particular. Yes. Disclaimer that we are in no way film experts. A deep, like, dive. Be quiet. Whoa. I'm yelling. Back me up on this one. (laughs) Hey, you're listening to Two Girls Watch TV. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Two Girls Watch TV. I'm Danielle. And I'm Stina. And today, on our second round of Tarantino Time, we are talking about dun, 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 Death Proof. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is a suggestion from, actually, do you know who suggested this? No, I don't. I know none oh. of these suggestions, so you got to tell me every single episode. Oh, okay. Uh, well, my former student, Brandon Machado, suggested this. So, Brandon... If you're listening, thank you. Thank you so much for this suggestion. And I told him, this is this is the chain of events that happened. He put this through, um, through my Instagram account, not through the two girls one, because you know how we post everywhere. Yeah. So we post on our personal accounts and we post on that account. And he suggested death proof. And I messaged him back and I said, why do you do this to me? <laughs> because this is a trend. This is a trend with Brandon and me in my classroom. There are so many times I had him, I actually had him in my podcasting class. And there are so many times in that class where I would say, Brandon, why? Why? Sometimes you just gotta ask why. Yeah, it just became a trend. So sticking with the trend, he made me say why again. And then his response, I think, was something along the lines of, it's good because it's so bad, or it's bad because it's so good. Yeah. I'm not I'm not <laughs> thanking Brandon for this suggestion. I <laughs> I thank him and everyone for giving us suggestions. However, this suggestion in particular, I'm not thankful for. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Um, so you never saw this movie before? No, never even heard of it. Ah, uh, so I, the first time I watched this movie, so Brandon suggested it for this podcast, but the people who suggested this into my life were the boys that I grew up with. So I remember watching this. I don't remember whose house we were at, but I'm pretty sure it was, uh, Steve and John and Rob and Joe and Chris <clears throat> and maybe, uh, Anne and I don't know if Phil was there, but it was like, we were in somebody's basement I don't know what happened, but somebody put this on. I think I was a junior or senior in high school. Yeah, because 2007. So I had to be. I think I was a junior. And um, I'm sitting there and I'm like, what's going on? And everyone's like, shh, it's time to watch this. (laughs) Don't you love that? Don't you love when you just get shushed? I'm going to start shushing more people. (laughs) Why not? I'm going to be the vigilante shusher. When somebody's doing something wrong, I'm just gonna go, "Hey, there's Taylor Swift song called Vigilante Shit, and you're mm. on your Vigilante Shush. Vigilante Shush, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's not bad for seven nineteen a.m. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, speaking of 2007, I was going to bring this up in my high, but you know what? I'll bring it up here as an opener. There's a scene in the movie 
where Rosario Dawson and um, she goes to grab a magazine that the one girl is in. Don't you miss magazine culture of the early 2000s? Um, I do. I, but I'll tell you, when they started to reach like $5, no, more than $5, I was like, I'm, I'm out. I can't do it anymore. I was thinking about this the other day and like just, you know, actually I was thinking about literally this yesterday because uh, I was on Instagram and I saw that they are hiring a an assistant for Anna Wintour and this one account I follow, if you don't know the movie The Devil Wears Prada, what's wrong with you? I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. And I saw that you saw that. <laughs> oh, you saw that the the memes that were online because they're hiring a new assistant for yes. Anna Wintour. Which I saw is you basically like... what Annie Andy Sachs was. Yes, in... and I was. I I think I think you're you're just like so much more on the pulse than I am because every time I see these things, I'm like, oh, Danielle, like this already. <laughs> there is no way I wasn't going to, but like that was the golden age of the magazine because there was no other way to get any information other than buying a monthly magazine or looking at a monthly magazine because you would haul your little butt to Barnes and Noble and go sit with all the magazines and just flip through them. I And get yelled at if you read one too long. You had to keep you had to keep a rotation. Oh really? Well you just take yeah. a bunch and then you go upstairs and you read it there. Why didn't I think of that? Come on, Christina. Man, if I had a quarter for every time somebody said, <laughs> "Come on," <laughs> we still get magazines. Dave order Dave. I don't know if he orders if we just get the wired ones, except but, you can't see it because my background is blurred. But it's different. I feel like it's back then. Magazines, like gossip. The, magazines were the only thing that you had. There was a time where my dad delivered for Hudson News, and he would bring home extra magazines it was the best time of my life Ooh. the best time of my life because okay at that point in time based on how old we were it was like your true teen magazines your 17 your cosmo girl your teen vogue then you had like the adult magazines like she had an allure magazine i think i saw like a glamour magazine love glamour um l magazine Same was something that my grandmother got sent to our house nonstop, so I would always go through Elle magazine. Um, Cosmo, I'm trying to think of the- 17? 17, I said. Biggest oh. one, my favorite, Nylon magazine. I Ooh. loved Nylon magazine. People sleep on Nylon. They Ni do. Nylon had its real big moment. I feel like- the the chain of connections in my brain the like the stars bursting was like vampire weekend introduced the urban outfitters in montclair opened nylon magazine that was like the the trifecta <laughs> of um i want to say like 2010s but love magazine culture when i saw them grab magazines and talking about magazines i was like ah oh, this is so that this is authentic 2007 and then it's like they didn't have anything else what are they going to talk about it's true but I, I i get what you're saying it's it's definitely something that yeah it's different it's just different i think twitter ruined it because as soon as twitter came out it was like we could get all this gossip just so much faster well got the gossip magazines were another thing i'm talking about like true fashion magazines 
Mm. I would say that, yeah. like, at the time, our only social media was, like, MySpace. No one was really posting about fashion on MySpace. Um, the introduction okay. of, I would say, Pinterest and just, like, and then, like, the rise of online publications and then just, like, you know, Instagram, TikTok mm-hmm. now, like it's too diffuse there's no way that magazines like true fashion magazines can like exist but somehow they still do and somehow Anna Wintour still needs an assistant so go figure yeah because I bet you it's all gonna come full circle you're gonna have some zoomer be like whoa if only we had like all of these things in like a cute little lookbook oh you mean like I don't know a magazine well so because y2k fashion is so popular there have been and i've seen it go around on instagram like copies of like delia's catalogs go around on the internet and it's like wow that is nostalgic as heck you unlocked a core (laughs) i don't know if i ever bought anything in that store because everything was so expensive but i just remember walking around for hours Oh, no, I, I went outfits. to Delia's a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, um, no, I think that it's making a resurgence. You know, people are selling old magazines on eBay now um, from that time period. Yeah, you can buy them on there. Someone's grandma yeah. saved all their magazines, unlike my mom who made me tether them up and put them out on the curb because you don't need to keep all these magazines. But really, I did. I, I really did need to keep all those magazines. It's true. I mean, like, shit, if you're going to sell them now. Yeah. I'll sell my Beanie Babies. <laughs> All right. I think we've gotten off topic enough. So, it's, Well, yeah, we went on a trip of memory lane. Okay, so you can watch Death Proof on Tubi for free. Yay. Is that how you watched it? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, if, if you think I'm renting this movie, you're nuts. <laughs> you're nuts. Um, as far as awards go, uh, is that con that year? That's all I can really uh, tell you about it. What? Is it con? Con, yeah. It's not cans. It's con. It's French. About what? What is this? This is a, an award? Uh, so con is a movie festival in con France. Oh. And it gets submitted, so it was nominated but it didn't win. Oh, got it. I thought that I was waiting for like there to be more to that and there wasn't. And it was confusing in my brain. There you go. Still drinking coffee. Yeah. So like, you know that people submit their movies and TV shows and such Mm -hmm. because I think I saw the idol was in con. I don't know if they were submitted or like they were just HBO was trying to like get more traction for that show, but Mm, a little birdie told me they're not renewing it. Yeah, because it sucks. Maybe we should talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't even want to watch it, honestly. We should just do a month of, like, all the things that people told us were terrible. That, Emily in Paris, all the things that it's, are awful. It's completely different. Completely different. Okay. But right. I don't I don't want to watch The Idol. Anyway, I've decided I almost watched it, and then I'm like, no, nah, I'm not watching it. Okay. Anyways, um, your summary, my dear. Summary. 
So there's two stories told here about a group of four women living their lives. And in both uh, situations, a serial killer with a death car runs them off the road. One is successful and one is not. So let's get into it. Our main character slash antagonist is Stuntman Mike. Hey, oh, Stuntman Mike. Played by <laughs> Kurt Russell. Uh, he likes to stalk groups of women and then gets into massive car crashes with them with the intent to kill. Um, our first group of victims are Jungle Julie, played by Sydney Tamia Poitier. She's a local DJ who has multiple billboards across Austin. She's tight with Shanna, played by Jordan Ladd, a petite southern girl with a creepy dad and who has a lake house. And she's also tight with Arlene, played by Vanessa Ferlito. Don't know how this New York transplant landed in Austin, but she's just navigating the da dating the locals. Um, an incidental in this accident is Pam, played by Rose McGowan. She just wants a ride home because she's had too much to drink. Then we get to our next group of ladies uh, filming a movie in Lebanon, Tennessee. We have makeup artist Ab Abernathy, played by Rosario Dawson. Actress model Lee, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Stunt driver Kim, played by Tracy Tomes. Which, if anyone knows, because I watch this, I'm like, hey, that's that girl. She's a girl from Rent. There's two of them from Rent, technically. Well, Rosario, Rosario Dawson, also but Kim specifically. Ros Rosario mm -hmm. Dawson is Rosario Dawson, in my mind. She's everywhere. I yeah. love her. Yeah. Um, I agree. Uh, and then Kiwi stunt woman Zoe Bell is played by Zoe Bell. She is an actual stunt woman. I was just going to say that she actually is, except she's from New Zealand, I think, originally. And in this movie, it's funny because she's Australian and she's making fun of New Zealanders. No, she she says she's from New Zealand. Auckland is in New Zealand. Oh, OK. All right. <laughs> I thought it was the other way. Oh, man. It would have been funny if it was the other way around. No. OK. Um, also, the most important thing is that she was a stunt woman for Kill Bill. So that's how she got this role. Yeah, that's also how she got hurt. She, um, like, pretended to be in an explosion and I think injured her wrist and, like, fractured a rib. Oh, God. All right, well. uh, maybe we should talk about that next week. Okay. Um, I have... I needed to point out some future vets because I know what Tarantino movies we are doing this month. Uh, Eli Roth plays Dove, or Dave, I don't even know. Uh, he's in Inglorious Bastards. He plays Sergeant Donnie Donowitz. And then Omar uh, Doom plays Nate. And he plays Omar Ulmer, a.k.a. Dominic DeCoco, in Inglorious Bastards. If you know the scene, you know the scene. We'll be talking about it a lot at the end of this month. So just important <laughs> to point out. Very quick synopsis of the climax of this movie. Stuntman Mike starts to stop our movie quad. After they break down to a trio to find the Dodge Charger of their stunt dreams, the three dupe the owner to take it for a ride. Stuntman Mike thinks, hey, easy target. They're doing a stunt and he's, you know, easy to run him off the road. But he seriously underestimates these three girls. They fight him back shoot him, then decide to chase him down and destroy him. And that is where we decide that the lesson is learned. Don't mess with stunt doubles because 
the girls literally take the high road and beat stuntman Mike, who was a little too cocky at the time, finally relaxed because he thought he lost them. And they plow right through his car, leaving him hanging out. And I just want to say this, but stuntman Mike is a widow baby. (laughs) Is a widow baby the second he gets hurt. Listen, I know I've never been shot at, right? So, like, it probably fucking hurts, you know? But also, widow baby, as soon as somebody threatens him. Yeah. Okay. So, after they see him hanging out of the car, they rip him out, even though one of his arms is broken, and they beat the ever-living shit out of his head with knockout punch after knockout punch. So much so that some of them are holding their hands as they're taking turns knocking him down. They finally knock him to his death. And after some of the credits roll, we see just like a brief credit scene. It's not a post-credit scene because I guess it's in the middle of the credits where um, Rosaria just takes her cowboy boot and just smashes his skull. Did you catch that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The end. So uh, this was a 7 out of 10 on IMDb. I saw that. I was like, who the hell gave it a 7 out of 10? Well, on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave this a 67% and the audience gave it a 72%. It's, I, it's one of his lowest rated. Yeah. I, I think The Hateful Eight is not too far behind, but it is, I think, the lowest rated one. Yeah, I agree. So... Um, I actually have never seen The Hateful Eight, so I don't know, but Me I'm either. just telling you. That's one I've never, I don't think I, I think maybe I caught a brief glimpse of it, but I never like, fin- like sat down to watch it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. So I warned Danielle before we got on the, before we started recording that I have a very creepy review to <laughs> follow suit with, um, just like the creepiness of this right like the guy who owns the car the creepiness of the killer there's just like a lot of creeps yeah and so i wanted to fit the theme so the review is actually a seven out of ten as well and it's titled hold on i gotta come up i gotta take the world's biggest fucking piss oh, is God. the okay so oh all right it's it's like you know when you feel like you're about to get agita a little yeah. bit um non-New Jersey listeners and non-Italian New Jersey listeners, agita is like when you're throwing up in your mouth or you feel like you have like heartburn that leads like, like this little throw up. Indigestion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Comes up too far though, you know? Yeah. That's what I feel. I'm, I feel like I'm about to get that. All right. This film was a, an homage to the grindhouse flicks of the past. Its crowning achievement was the illusion of some of the baddest gals on film and one of the hottest. Um, I forget how to say her last name, Vanessa Ferlito, right? Mm-hmm. Is that it's Ferlito, right? Okay. Vanessa Ferlito as Arlene, who I could watch sitting in a chair for an hour anytime. It was well worth it to see that lap dance. Ferlito was clearly the star of the film. Then there were the badass girls, and he goes on to name them. I could watch them ride in a car for an hour anytime. It was the last third of the film where the action was ramped with some fantastic stunt work by Zobel, by badass Zobel. And of course, um, Abernathy's boot in stuntman Mike's Kurt Russell's face. Heavenly. I'm just cringing a little bit. 
See, I didn't find that so creepy. I mean, no, no, no. Why do you find that creepy? Because he's like, I could, I could watch this one for an hour. And I could watch those ones for an hour. It's kind of like I, I feel like when he says heavenly, I'm thinking like this guy also wants a boot to the face. <laughs> yeah, like he's kind of like this is his. This is yeah. his stick. This is his shtick. Like everybody has their shtick. This is his. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. All right, maybe it's just maybe it's me. There, listen, I'm not going to say that there aren't parts of this movie that creeped me out because there are, and we will get into them, but I don't know. I'm just saying, well, I'm just saying, if somebody said to you, like, I could watch you sit in that chair for an hour, you wouldn't be like, oh, no, that'd be my, that'd be my my media reaction. Oh, media reaction. (laughs) All right. I have a one-star review for you. Okay. <laughs> I know this is... We have been puking, fake puking on the show for way too much. Like, I did it all last week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Apologies okay. to anyone who doesn't like the sound <laughs> of fake gagging, but that's where we're at this this month. Yours sounds very real. Very real. Your your sounds real, right? You think? Yeah. Do you think that's a real... Oh, thank you. I didn't think that sounded that real. Okay. Don't be so humble, all right? Yes, it sounds real. (laughs) Okay. I know this is a one-star review. I know this is supposed to be a sleazy movie, but it's really sleazy. And Tarantino is just letting all this... All his... Hold on. Is just letting all his stuff hang out there. If you didn't already know he has a foot fetish, this movie will inform you. That was my exact thought when I first saw the opening to this movie. I was like, anyone who has a foot fetish would like this movie. And then I was like, wow, Tarantino. So Tarantino has a foot fetish. Okay, cool. For being a character-oriented movie, the characters are completely forgettable and unlikable. I get that pop culture references are Tarantino's bag, but no way... No, but but no way in any other reality would the Zitachi reference land coming from that character. She just says it because the director wanted to use it as a way to call someone blind and wants us to think he's clever and manned and man, not manned, is it an uncomfortable watch post hashtag me too. So the foot fetish thing hit the nail on the head. Like, as soon as I saw this, I'm like, okay, Tarantino has a foot fetish. Cool. What was the thing after the foot fetish again? Uh, he said something about a Zatachi reference, which I didn't get. So I think that's the point. Like, he got it, but no one else got it. So. Oh, so I feel like, okay. So if we're, if we're transitioning, I feel like there was something that you said after the first piece, but before that, with the foot fetish, um... I can't remember what it was. What do you mean? Can you read the first, like, couple sentences again? For being a character-oriented movie, the characters are completely forgettable and li- unlikable. I think that one. That... I think that's the point. Yeah. I, I Like, I, this is, like, this is, like, a like a mockery of, like, stereotypical films like this. And so I feel like people who like this movie, in their head, as we're about to, you know... As we're about to say some things. Yeah. That's how I'm going to phrase it now. We're just going to say some things. Mm-hmm. I have some things to say. Okay. Um, I feel like people are like, that's the point. That's the point. 
that's the point. Yeah, but, like, who wants to watch a movie like that? I don't know. It just... Uh... Because, Danielle, it's edgy. And it's, like, it's, it's like, um, oh, what's that fashion trend? Where, like, rich people wear, like, like high, high-end fashion looks like... Quiet raggy. luxury. What is it? Quiet luxury. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, this is Succession. like that. It's, like, it's done on purpose. It's, like, it's done on purpose. I don't know. I, okay. I still don't, I don't agree. You, that's fine. But I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking like, that's probably the closest thing that, that I can think of that we relate to or like know of that would probably like kind of parallel logic with what's happening here, if that makes sense. So you're saying that the characters are meant to be boring and one dimensional and have no personality. Yeah. Because the that is meant to be stereotypical the scenes are meant to look old the cars are meant to be that way like everything here is meant to be that way because it's it's a mockery or it's like an homage depending on how you look at it to the the films of that time and it's like over the top because of that gotcha but then like i think you have to get to i understand all the like zooming in zooming in zooming in but zoom out the movie as a whole not that fun of a watch. Because there's, there's there's not a lot of action. There's not a lot going on. At all. Yeah, and it's just like, I don't know, just disconnected to the characters. I fe- Okay, let's, let's talk about highs first. Let's talk okay. about highs before we go into a whole... Before we circle the drain, go down the wormhole here. Okay. Um, I, I just want to say this. This ahead. one piece. <laughs> sounds ridiculous. I have other ones, but... Uh, this is the fir- I think this is the first time and maybe the only time I'll ever say this. <laughs> the credits for this movie were really well done. Like, one of my favorite parts of this movie were the credits. The opening credits or the end credits? Oh, the closing credits. Where, like, it, it just had, like, a bunch of flashes of women, didn't it? It had, like, but it was, uh, the, the song choice was really good. The, there were, cre- uh, there was a cutscene, and then depending on the beat of the music, they would show clips of, yeah, of okay. women. And um, there were a couple, like, backup scenes because I think Vanessa was in one of the scenes, like, kind of laughing, like, behind the scenes. So, yeah, I thought, like, the timing and the music was, like, very creative. You don't see creative credits often. Okay. Um, that's, that's your only <laughs> high? That's all you got? No, no, no. I mean, I, I, I like the old timey shots, and I thought that you would too. I thought if there was anything that you would take away from this, I had a feeling that you would like the the grain. Yeah, no, I, I mean, he switches the cameras that he uses. I think like two or three different times, but the first opening act is all in like very old school camera, and yes, I did like that. Um, and I do feel like it was intentionally like splicey, but it was like, I had to ask Nick, I'm like, do you think that was intentional? And he's like, yeah, that was intentional. Um, I did like the grittiest, the grittiness of like the bar that they were in, in the beginning of the movie. I liked the scenery a lot. Um, there were also like a bunch of callbacks to Kill Bill, which I know we haven't talked about yet, but like. I think it was Abernathy's phone had the ringtone where it's like, woo, 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 woo. I can't whistle. So, mm-hmm. um, 
that's what I, that's what I get for you. Um, also just the use of like vibrant yellow, like that's very much like a Kill Bill type deal. Oh yeah. Um, at the end car chase, you have the white Dodge Charger and the black Dodge Charger. So you have very much like, um, who wears the white hat, who wears the black hat, like kind of mm-hmm. like an old western like you can tell who's the very much the good and the evil of it mm-hmm. um yeah those are those are my highs did you have any other highs i mean i like your highs um i thought the acting by some was really good like like kurt russell's a pretty good villain yeah he played that part very naturally um there's always like bits of overacting. And again, I think that's also done on purpose. Mm-hmm. But I will say, um, I I like Rosaria. I said that already. I thought she was really good in this. Also, Rose McGowan. You know, she's not on the screen for very long, but when she dies, the girl dies. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Um, do you want to go into Lowe's? This is so slow. If I wasn't watching this for the podcast, I would have turned it off in the middle of it. I. It's- it takes a while to pick up. Um, Especially the first the first group of girls. That part is particularly slow. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I do appreciate the fact that we don't have to go, <coughs> excuse me, through that whole rigmarole with the second group of girls. Like, mm-hmm. we don't have to go through all the bar scenes. He doesn't have to introduce himself as stuntman Mike. Like, none of that is there. It's just like, oh, girls, crash. You know, we yeah. kind of pass forward past a couple of those things because they've already been established. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would have made the movie three hours if they did that. It would have. It would have. I mean, it was already pretty long because they, like, had to go pick up Zoe and then he had to, like, creepily take their pictures. I don't know why that's part of it. I don't know. I'm not real sh- kill it. What? He's a serial killer. I'm not sure. He's like a stalker. Like, at the end of the day, I guess he is technically a serial killer, but he's also like a fucking stalker. Mm-hmm. Not sure of the message of this movie, but it just like, I don't know. It feels really much like from the male perspective, and I didn't necessarily like that. Um, like, are we are we the viewer supposed to feel like Stuntman Mike? Like, watching this girl give someone a lap dance in the middle of the bar. I don't know. It just, it feels weird. I, there were so much, many of parts of this movie that I just, like, did not like. And then if we want to, there are parts of the movie that I didn't like. And then there are parts of the movie that gave me the straight up ick. And let's get into the parts that gave me the straight up ick. Let's For, do it. Rosario Dars- Dawson, feet out the window, stuntman Mike licking her foot. And, like, pl- yeah. tickling her foot. <gasps> disgusting disgusting i can't i can't i can't i don't want to see it no that part bothered me next part that gave me i I put my head down (laughs) the next part that gave me the ick was once uh the kim zoe and abernathy and lee get to the place in the middle of nowhere to try to get the Dodge Charger without, like, having, or just, like, to drive it without, like, the dude. Uh, And they just leave Lee there to fend for her fucking self? What kind of fucked up shit was that? 
that. That made well, me mad. I'm like, excuse me? You're just going to toss your friend as bait? Like, here you go. Poof. And then we're going to take the car? And then that's it? That's the end of that? And they also set it up that way. Like, you let us take your car and you can get acquainted with our friend. That is disgusting. I hated that. Hated that whole scene. I hated it. I hated it. And, like, at that point, I'm already, that's already, like, 75% of the way through the movie. And I wasn't necessarily crazy about the stuff happening before that. I saw that. I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm out on this. Let me We're just, done. I'm breaking up with this movie. Let me just see what the hell happens to, to wrap this up. But I'm already done. I've made my decision. Don't like it. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Another high of mine. I did like the two police officers where they're like, I could figure out what happened to this murder. Or I could follow the NASCAR circuit. I did like those two. And they're just like walking with their <laughs> hands on their hips. Like, well, I mm-hmm. could do this, but I'm not going to. So I thought that was pretty funny. Um... <clears throat> <laughs> Excuse me. I feel like I've been talking for a really time. Do you have anything? Uh, anything well, to I, well, I, you that? have like, this is a whole new segment about the ick. So I'm, I'm really curious about the ick. Oh, do you have any icks? What are things that gave you the ick? No, I, I well, the, I, my main thing was the, um, the creep with the car that they were going to sell it. And yeah, the feet thing. I don't like that either. Um, th- yeah, I just, and I mean, the whole lap dance scene, I was, yeah, I yeah. was like, we're doing this again. Honestly, and we're going to do the whole thing again. I think I walked away from the, <laughs> the lap dance I did. scene. I did. I started I think- making things in the <laughs> kitchen. You know it's bad when, like, you don't want to sit down and watch the full movie. You start thinking, like, huh, I could brush my teeth right now. Oh, I, oh okay, let me go do that. <laughs> that's, like, when I saw – this has nothing to do with this, but that's, like, when I saw Bridesmaids for the first time – second time – but I forgot the opening scene, and I saw it with my mom and my friend's mom. And it was me and the moms um, – Yep. In the theater. And I forgot that whole awkward sex scene. And I walked out of the theater like loud as can be because I only have one volume. Yeah. And I was like, oh, popcorn. Is it popcorn? I think it's a popcorn. <laughs> and just like w- walk. I like couldn't. That is what I feel all the time, Danielle. Now you know. Now you know how I feel in those moments. Yeah. Yeah, just like, uh, this is awkward. Uh, mm-hmm. uh I don't want to see this. Okay, let me do something else. Like, uh, I It's could, like treading water with your emotions. I could really use a sweatshirt the- right now. Let me go walk into the other room to get it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's like, what else can I do? Like, without, like, watching this head on. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was a lot. Um. There was something else that I wanted to bring up, and now I completely forgot about it. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, oh, this is what I would want to bring up that, like, okay, besides the ick that we're getting from this movie. That may be a new segment. This is the ick. But, like, only if a movie gives me the ick. Like, movies don't technically always give me the ick. But in very special occasions, like this movie, I got the ick. Um, what about the continuity? Continuity? Oi. Continuity errors. 
Which ones? What were you referring to? Uh, come on, Christina. You are the queen of continuity errors. You can pick up a continuity error so slight, so tiny, so tiny, but this movie, you're not picking up the blatant continuity errors? Um, I, I, it, are you talking about, like, cutscenes? Okay, how about... They get into this massive car crash where it kills multiple people and Stuntman Mike walks away with just, like, some scratches. Car fucking totaled. Next scene, car's completely fixed. Oh, I just kind of chalked it up to him getting the car fixed. Oh, you can't assume that. You just assumed that he completely fixed his totaled Dodge Charger, his antique vintage car of the time, and someone was able to make it perfect just as it was? All right. Well, it had some dents in it still. Oh, my. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear you play devil's advocate. Come on. All right. You'll notice a hair out of place, but this you don't want to get behind. Because well, it's so bad, Danielle. It's so bad that I just assume it's done on purpose. Like, it's, you know what? Brandon might have been onto something. It's so bad that it's good, like, because it's all of these things. I just kind of swept under the, this is a good point. I just kind of swept them all under the rug. And I was like, oh, I just assumed that everything was done on purpose. For another one that I saw was uh, in this long ass car chase at the end, uh, Zoe grabs a pipe and uh, she beats the shit out of him with the pipe. Then Then the pipe's not in the car. Well, no, no, no. The black car, Stuntman Mike takes off. Zoe's running after them with the pipe. She whips it in the car, literally just throws the fucking pipe in the car and then get, hops in. If she had thrown the pipe in the car, she would have impaled Abernathy in the back seat and she would have been dead. But that was yeah. not the case. So that was also really stupid. I agree. I remember um, I, I, I remember when I watched this for the first time, and it wasn't in what I just watched, but when I watched this the first time, I remember a post-credit scene of them like just kicking him on the ground and it was like uh, it was an obvious cut to a dummy not his body anymore oh, okay and they're like cheering and stomping and like kicking him around and it's like an actual dummy um but it wasn't here and i could have sworn that i like very vividly remember watching that scene mm. um which would have been like the mockery of mockeries because it's him and then the next scene it's literally a dummy and it's obvious like a cloth dummy yeah <laughs> but yeah i don't it wasn't here so i don't maybe there's an extended version maybe i don't remember but i remember watching it though so all so you're just saying that like everything is supposed to be intentionally bad like yes. that's the point of this movie if the man wrote true romance sold it to create reservoir dogs yeah this is bad on purpose okay is how i'm looking at it because this is 2007 so he's like in his prime okay like it's not his first go arounds it's not like he was trying to fit into a genre to get noticed like it's 2007 and he's been writing since like 1989 or something it's some 80s so 
Yeah, I think everything here was done poorly on poorly on purpose. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It's for those people who like, oh, it's so bad that it's good. Or like, why are you wearing those clothes? They have holes in them. And it's like, these are thousand dollar jeans, right? It's the same. For me, it's like the same kind of thing. It's I like think you that want- it's intentionally, it's supposed to be just like a complete mock, uh, just snark at the whole genre. But I don't know. Not a fan. Not a fan. At the end of the day, uh, regardless of my feelings or what the intent is, don't like it. Moving on to snack break. What'd you Fair eat? enough. Well, to follow suit with the popcorn bit that I just told you for bridesmaids, I would say popcorn. Um, I feel like popcorn would be really good and an easy thing to eat, especially while you're watching the, like, 12-minute car chase. Yeah. When yeah. things finally get heightened. Let me tell you what I had for dinner while I was watching this. Okay. I had some wings, Ooh. some onion rings, and I had a brownie. Oh, my God. What are you doing to me? It was good. It was a good meal. Good meal. Needed it. That That's good. That Yeah, like finger food is good, I think. Yeah. Because I ate, like, dinner dinner, so I don't really want to talk about that, which is why <laughs> I was like, I'm going to bring up popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I could, I could, I could, like... I can watch myself like I could see what I'd be doing like like little bit by bit and then like as the car scene comes on I'm like grabbing a fistful of popcorn and just like shoving it into my whole like you know like the anxiety and I'm just like keeping up with the kernels as I'm watching like the scene build yeah I could see that happening (laughs) so what was your expectation versus reality so I had seen this before, so I can't really give a true expectation, but I will say that I forgot all the people died in the beginning. So as I was watching, I was like, which one of them dies? Which one of them dies? That was a gruesome scene. What? That was a gruesome scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 All right. So you couldn't remember who died? Yeah, no, that was it. So I, I wasn't expecting them all to die. For some reason, I thought that one of them lived or something like that, and I was wrong. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. I'll I, take my losses. I don't know what I was expecting with this. Um, It just, like, I don't know. It just, it doesn't feel like a cohesive story. And I wrote, just Tarantino fucking about with different film cameras and stunts. Like, it just feels like, you know, he's like, I'm Quentin fucking Tarantino. You're yeah. going to pay me and I'm going to, you know, fuel my passion for stunts and film. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's it. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm taking you with me. I was just stretching if you're if you're looking at my camera. And for those of you who can't see, Danielle's probably wondering why I'm walking around. I'm just stretching. I wasn't wondering. I was like, oh, Christina's antsy. Someone's getting antsy. So let's We're get it. About- no, I'm not antsy. I just, oh, I got so stiff. Um, did you have an IRL moment? I also love being barefoot. You know what? I talked a lot of shit about the feet, but I love being barefoot. But let me tell you, those women would not have such soft, supple feet if they were barefoot as much as they were. That's true. They have calluses all over the place. Yes. My feet are disgusting. Let me tell you. <laughs> and I love being barefoot. Honestly, my dad, when I was younger, called me the barefooted Contessa because I never kept my shoes on. Teachers would yell at me for taking my shoes off in class when I was in preschool. Love being barefoot. 
That's fair. Yeah. My IRL moment is just more of a PSA. Hey, girls, stick together. Yeah, don't leave your friends. When you what, when you said what bait. you said, I was like, I was like, oh, should I wait? Should I wait? So I waited and I waited. And like, nobody wants to be that one girl who's quote unquote taken one for the team. So get out of here with that logic. That's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah, no, Absolutely. I'm not a fan. Hard no. Hard no. That's how you know a man wrote this fucking movie. Because that would never fly if it was a female director. You're telling me. <laughs> You're telling me. But we did it. We did it. We did it all. All right, so here's the deal. Next week, we have Kill Bill 1 and Kill Bill 2. I have no idea how we're going to set up this outline with two movies. We'll figure it out. Um, and if you'd like to write in a review, you can reach us on Hey, It's Two Girls on Instagram and Twitter. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Classic Stina. Danielle's on Instagram at Danielle Kobianki. Write in reviews, write in requests for July. Two Girls Watch TV at gmail.com. Two is spelled out T-W-O. And the YouTube channel is Two Girls Drink Beer. All right, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. What's up?